Shall I, <laughs> shall I play the music? Yeah, why not? Uh, oops. <gasps> oh, God, what have I done? Sorry. Oh, my God. I've now heard that little extra bit so many times that I, my brain now thinks it's part of the intro. <laughs> oh, maybe we should make it. Ooh, we could lengthen it a bit. Have a 10-second intro. You're the master of the music. We may have to start paying royalties. <laughs> That's true. Once we get all the mad ad income. <laughs> the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. Where did that come from? Well, much like Interview with the Vampire, I was obsessed with this film as a teenager. Like, obsessed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like every time I saw it on the telly, I'd put it on, I'd watch it, loved it. Loved it so much, thought it was epic, a masterpiece of a film. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it in quite some years. And um, let me tell you, it does not hold up. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? I loved it. Did you? Yeah. Did I you actually? It was great. I mean, I still <laughs> thought it was great. I just thought it was a bit ridiculous. It was like yeah, really, what? really camp, <laughs> which I don't remember. Just <laughs> so good, though. <laughs> I can't can't see what's camp about a man descending in a balloon with fireworks behind him and four acrobats <laughs> jumping down, pulling it to the ground. Sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. I sure. loved it as well, by the way. <laughs> Fernando? Wow, that's really I unexpected. Feel, yeah, I feel, I feel that that should have been the way in which I um, arrived at the School of Mathematics. I, I, should, I, should, I, should, I should have arrived at the School of Mathematics in that way every day. <laughs> Fernando, every time you arrive anywhere, that's what it feels like to us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not sure if that's a good thing, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you very quietly spoke and just say greetings <laughs> <laughs> where no one could possibly hear you <laughs> Laura are you uh, messing around with your microphone again no I'm not touching anything oh, someone's making scratching sounds I can hear it uh, is it me I'm sorry I was laughing too loudly maybe oh <laughs> maybe <laughs> Oh, not to worry. Um, so, Laura, what went wrong? What, why did this not measure up for you? Oh, I wouldn't say anything went wrong, but picture this film in my head as like the most perfectly crafted, just epic tale of revenge and blah, oh, just, you know, almost nothing could beat it. And then watching it again and realising, oh, this is this might actually be quite a silly film. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's not quite as serious or as epic as I remember. First of all, yeah. I thought it was an hour longer than it was, so that if it was only oh. two hours, and I was like, "Well, this is over very quickly." Uh. Anyway, um, there was a lot of weird, cheesy one-liners that I don't remember. Um, like, oh, what kind of cheesy one-liners? I'm a count, not a saint. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, that was deep, though. That was I'm a priest, not a saint. That was that was a yeah. Throwback. He was echoing the guy from years oh, ago. Yeah. yeah, that was him yeah, learning true. from the priest. That it was that was a beautiful <laughs> moment. 
I suppose. Um, his little manservant man being like, I go to Paris, bam, 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 job's done. Take your money. There you go. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was I was really worried about him. I thought he was going to be proper super camp. Um, he was super camp. <laughs> no, he was not as bad as I was expecting. Because the only other thing I've seen him in is anger management. Um, oh. So <laughs> you can imagine my fear. <laughs> I thought he was just the right level of camp. Oh, good. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still loved it. Like, it's still a great film. Um, yeah. So, yeah, why did you like it? Claire, why don't you go first? I just thought it was very entertaining. And mm. um, it didn't try to be anything it wasn't. It was just, here's a story. Here's the main character. Here's why you like him. This is supposed <laughs> to be his friend. He's a bit of yeah. a dick. Like all the reasons he's a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's not going to be any plot reveals. We'll just get all the stuff out of the way in the beginning. Yeah. Like, you won't have to wait until he gets out of prison to find out why he's gone to prison or who betrayed him or anything. No, just, we'll, we'll just, just we'll just clear all that up. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> it was it was a very honest, straightforward <laughs> film. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was very straightforward. <laughs> Having said that, I, I'm going to object to straightforward. Mm. I, I take your point that it was they, they didn't hold any, they didn't have any amazing twists in there or anything, but mm. they kind of did. Like I did not see it going that way when he was thrown into prison. I didn't think this man is going to dig up an enormous quantity of buried treasure and then become a count <laughs> and sneak into everybody's lives to torture them for the rest of the film. Um, so that, it definitely didn't entirely go the way I was expecting. Okay, okay. I mean, what did you think was going to happen? It wasn't straightforward, though, just because you didn't predict it. Like, it, it just didn't mess around is more what I mean. Yeah, no, good point. Yeah, it didn't mess around. Um, I thought he was going to be as good as gold. I thought he was going to be the uh, sort of diehard saint when they first threw him in. He was saying all the stuff about God. I thought he was going to be like uh, Jean Valjean. He was just going to be yeah. um, blameless for the rest of the thing. But he turned evil, <laughs> which was definitely not what I was expecting. <laughs> and it's I I don't know if like. Did he? Was he still evil at the end? He, uh, yeah, I was wondering this as well. Did he really ever really see? I, I think he had a revelation that he didn't need to pursue his revenge quite so bloodthirstily, and he could be happy with Mercedes. You know, like yeah, they, yeah, and he decided like not the last to kill. Thing him. He did in the film was kill the guy, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, but he he got his revenge, and then he was sort of content. Now he he could forgive Mercedes because she just wanted what was his name Albert to have a dad. Yeah, well, if she hadn't really betrayed him. Yeah. Yeah. No, she had to get I married. Said. I suppose. Yeah. And so he was he was sort of done. He'd washed his hands of it. Um, I think he was. Yeah, I think he had closure at the end. He was ready to to live a life of virtue. But I see what you mean. He did get everything he wanted out of his revenge. Like he didn't yeah. really abandon it prematurely and come to some revelation that it was morally 
weird or anything. Like he fully took that through to the end and now gets to. Yeah, it seems like a deathbed conversion, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he lived a long and happy life afterwards, but it's like it, you've decided <laughs> revenge is not a good thing after you have exacted <laughs> yeah. this torturous revenge over like a decade <laughs> and completely done everything. Um, Wait, like, that yeah, is normally what happens, right? Listen, that is normally what happens in life. You yeah. make mistakes and then you realize <laughs> afterwards that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. I suppose. I, I think it's like if you make the same mistake like on a daily basis for 20 years and then you only stop making the mistake like immediately after they, uh, after it becomes impossible to make the mistake anymore. It's, it's hard to say that you've learned something. <laughs> would that be fair? Yeah, I, think, I, think that would be I fair. feel like he could still take revenge on something else, as in maybe some other thing will happen and he'll say, <laughs> Oh, maybe I don't have to take revenge this time because I know it's wrong. Or maybe yeah. I will and make the mistake again. <laughs> yeah. I suppose yeah, we'd need a, a sequel to discover, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh Fernando, you said you liked this film? Yes, I did like it. I also thought it was entertaining. And I wish... What did you like about it? Well, uh, precisely, precisely. Um, I think I agree with Claire that it was entertaining, and I thought um, I wished it could be longer. I, I wished it could be <laughs> 24 hours of just counting. <laughs> um, and it made me wonder several things, uh, one of which where, one of which was, um, do you think that Fernand would have still accepted... Um, I forgot her name, if she had told him that she was pregnant and wanted to marry him anyway? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm. I think he would have done. Do you think? Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Exactly. So why did she hide it? Mm. Uh, Good question. I I don't think she wanted to, she would have risked telling him. Because yeah. he would just have resented the child. Yes, I think he would have resented the child. Then maybe she could have found someone else. And it's not that she had to marry him. There are plenty of fish in the sea. I think she had to get married within the month, though, so that she could pretend. Well, you can meet some other men. Otherwise, <laughs> yes, maybe she would have had some luck with... <laughs> hmm. I think this it was is very just... easy because he was already very yeah. into her. We're kind of back to our Casablanca debate where you were very angry at the woman for picking someone that she did not love. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And why does the old man have so many books in his uh, cell? Yeah, how did he get those books? Mm. The priest. Maybe he made friends with the person who brought him food or something. Or because he was an old man and he'd been there for, you know, so many years. I, I did wonder that as well. It doesn't make any sense. Or he maybe, mm-hmm. maybe he uh, knew those books by heart and got some paper and wrote them and bound <laughs> them. <laughs> yes. We were bound in brat leather. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yep. I think that's what happened. That makes sense. You all recognise the old man, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was Dumbledore, right? Yes. Who? What? My goodness. <laughs> it's Early Richard Dumbledore. Harris. 
This old good Dumbledore. Yeah. Well, to be fair, apparently there are two Dumbledores, right? Yes. Mm. This was the one that wasn't weird and Irish. <laughs> <laughs> and angry. And angry. <laughs> You've had your hair the fire <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, this was uh, I, this was the only other thing I've seen him in. Um, that's three films I've now seen him in, and the first two were Harry Potter. Mm. Uh, he was really good. Yeah, yeah, good he's actor. a good actor. Had a bit more subtlety to him than uh, <laughs> perhaps some of the other performances. <laughs> <laughs> Which were also good. Everyone um, played their part well, I think. Yeah, they were pretty good, weren't they? Especially I'm... Guy Pierce. I bloody love Guy Pierce. Yeah, also. And who's you know, Guy Pierce? He was the villain. He was for now. Okay. Mandago. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the only note I've got about him, is just prick. <laughs> <laughs> I fancied him quite a lot as to, as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a good looking man. Handsome man, right? Yeah. Step up from Spencer. <laughs> Big step up. He's not mm. quite Colin Firth, but he's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. A couple of you have said this now. And I think I'm with you. This should have been a longer film. Yeah. <laughs> this, this had a, an epic in it that was dying to get out. Um, just a bit more breathing time to slow things down and really let us dwell in each of these places. So it was it was a long-ish film. It was like two hours and ten minutes. Mm. But if that had been three hours and ten minutes, we could really have, like... We could have learned how the man got those books and <laughs> it would have been more of a... It wouldn't have been like a training montage. It would have been <laughs> a, a real period of the film. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to have yeah. seen more on Monte Cristo as well, of the puzzle that had been left for him. Yeah, we just sort of rushed through that, didn't we? Yeah. 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 It'd have been good to see how things he'd learned had applied when he got to the island and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, this film would have made a, a good 90s point-and-click adventure game. That's mm. the exact note I've got. <laughs> You're joking. It was like a monkey island puzzle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there was a lot of, like, you are trapped in this small room and there are 200 bricks and this one is sticking out slightly. But if you use it with the... Like, use the stick with the feeding hatch and then use the string with the stick and that traps the rat and then you can cut the rat and you can <laughs> use that to dig through the thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've got the, the, a buried treasure on a secret island <laughs> with a bit that looks like an elephant. and all. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Love it. Bloody Napoleon was there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, I, nothing I, to do with the puzzle, but... Yeah, that was no. surprising to me. I didn't remember that at no. all. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I I thought it was maybe going to be a film about Napoleon to start with because I I don't know about the the rest of you, but I just knew nothing about this film. Mm, I knew nothing. 
I knew it had I, sword fights. Uh-huh. I, th- I think I might have watched it when I was younger because um, oh. I think I recognized several of the scenes, but um, this might be just deceiving myself. I do not know. I mm. thought, I, seen, I, I think I, I've seen it before. Okay. I've seen it a million times, but turns out I remembered almost nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to make the comparison because someone has to. This was a million times better than that stupid vampire film. What? How, what? No, it wasn't. There are comparable elements. <laughs> <laughs> They're so on a par. They're so comparable. They both have the majesty of just that period feel. Oh. <laughs> what, one of them. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> they both had, there were comparisons to be made. I see what you mean. It was the sort of same era that the film was made, and it was the same sort of scope and the mm-hmm. same sort of actors, and but, the same um, sort, sort of the same kind of greatness as well. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree on that. Yeah, this just had. It was the unassuming. It wasn't as as Claire said. It wasn't trying to be anything that it wasn't. It was just a good old adventure with loads of brilliant stuff and loads of memorable characters and exciting swashbuckling (laughs) uh daring sword fights duels in a (laughs) field in france yeah napoleon buried treasure yeah this had this is what you wanted uh Mm. i could have seen this film in the cinema and walked out a very happy man And they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, they just All don't right, make Brad them like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had some bullshit subplot where, I don't know, one of them was tortured about feelings about their parents or something. I don't know, just something no one cares about or they'd have had more mm. explosions or whatever. I don't know. Would have CGI'd the prison rat. Absolutely. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Rather than doing what you should do in a film, which is use an actual rat and actually kill it on camera. <laughs> I think <sighs> some people might disagree with that. Well, maybe. <laughs> I thought you could tell that it was an early Naughties film, though. Like, there are elements of it I thought, ooh, this would... You know what, this might have been better if it was made in, like, the early 90s. Or the sixties. I don't oh. know. Just the way that, like, they transitioned some shots where they just overlapped the previous scene with the next scene, and like, and again, I, I've said this a million times, but it was just so camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have done with a bit, a bit of uh, what's the word, gravitas, yeah. right? Yeah, just in certain places, certain elements. Again, epic film kicking and screaming to get out. Yeah, drop some of the one-liners. Um, yeah, tone yeah. down a couple of the performances. Uh, have a few more, yeah, slow scenes with people thinking about things. Mm. Could, could, could have been quite something. Yeah. It could have been so miserable, though. Like, that section in prison where he just, like, gets beaten every year. Like, just for no reason. Like, You'd have to expand yeah. that as well, and that would Wait, be... there was a reason. It was their anniversary. Yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, could have bought them just a nice cake or something. Uh, that's what I'd have done. Right. Yeah. Um, God, even he was pretty camp, wasn't he? The, uh, the yes. whip guy. Yeah, he did have a bit of a... <laughs> a bit over the top. Dramatic. Did he actually die? Yes. I don't think we... Did we see him die? Well, we see him being strangled by Monte Cristo, I think. Mm. Oh, that was him! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got pulled off the cliff. Oh, I, I got a bit confused in that scene because I saw that one of the people had fallen off, but I, what I thought was that um, that our hero, Edmond, had, uh, had snatched the keys from his belt and oh. gone into the water. But no, he pulled him by the belt into the sea with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, oh, and then like The keys came off himself. anyway. Okay. Yeah, because we already saw that guy had surfaced when Edmond later surfaced, like a minute later, yeah, okay. and the guy was already out of the water, so and climbing up the cliff, so and then he went and dragged him off. So, wow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He killed all the all the horrible people. Why do yeah, you think got everyone. that? Um his girlfriend knew how to read and he did not know how to read. She received a letter where mm. she was informed that oh, he yes. had killed and she read it. Um, but then when he was asked whether he had read the letter that Napoleon gave him, he was like, oh, I do not know how to read. Mm. So, yeah. Do you think she well, was, we were- but he didn't? We were given the impression that he was from a low social class, whereas Mondego was was one of the one of the upper class aristocracy. Um, and I thought that his girlfriend was one of the upper class as well. But then Mondego Mondego later made some crack about her being a fishmonger's daughter or something, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder how she did learn to read. Because she's not allowed to go sailing, you've got to do something to pass the time. <laughs> I wonder if just women know, as in, are born knowing how to read. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was so. Nice. Were you great? Yeah, uh, yeah. I assume you were as well, Claire. Because <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I go without saying. Yeah. Wow, the things you learn. <laughs> yeah, I could also operate a loom from the age of two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just something you just learn somehow. <laughs> Yep, needlework <laughs> that comes into it. Yep, yep. Oh, great! <laughs> Took me hours it. to do needlework. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So again, that that would be the kind of thing that would be interesting to know. Maybe we should just read the book. I've I actually I've got the book read. right in front of me. I started oh reading it. Is it, quite thick? it is the size of a bloody two bricks on top of each other. Uh-huh. Um, what size of brick? Oh, that standard size. Like half of the count of Monte Cristo. Oh, okay. That kind of size. It's like if you took the DVD and you put ten of them on top of each other. Just the <laughs> DVD. No. The... <laughs> God damn it! Uh, let me think. Let me think. You're saying like it's that. the width of ten DVD boxes. I mean, no, but 
Um, it's a good like. Oh, it's the total number of pages. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of more objects to compare it to. It has. 1,275 pages. Whoa. Okay. Big book. Yeah. So around 10 centimeters thick, I think. Or maybe less, around seven, maybe. That's no, insane. bigger than that. It's like I a foot. It's a pretty standard-sized paper, again, like a standard-sized brick. <laughs> um, it's real heavy, though. Uh, so you, you started weighs, reading it. Weighs about, I'd say, a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> a four slot or two slots? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three slot. Wow. <laughs> fifteen. Fifteen tennis balls. <laughs> sitting there, like picking up objects. Like, oh, yeah, it's about the coaster. <laughs> Um, how hard is it to read? It's really easy to read. It's mostly dialogue so far, to be honest. <laughs> oh, great. So I was wondering whether this was a children's story. Um, so I also read the introduction by the translator who said that it was very much, it appears like it is for adults, but it's meant to be quite a sensational, you know, like an, a real adventure novel. It's not meant to be like, it wasn't taken as that deep. It was to be entertaining, okay. like sensationalist adventure. That's okay. what like, it was. Apparently, George Eliot really didn't like it for that reason. Okay. It was like it was a very Just silly, very silly book. Very plot driven. <laughs> very plot driven. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's fine, isn't it? We don't mind that. Yeah. But it's a really good. Like I've read maybe hundred pages. It's very good so far. Would recommend. I forgot about how fast you read. I wish I could read a hundred <laughs> pages in a night. That's great. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, quite uh, different, though. Largely the same, but there's some different plot choices which I think are quite interesting. Oh, okay. Also, he spends about a page describing Mercedes's legs, which was nice. weird. <laughs> she has a very shapely leg, apparently. Good legs, are they? Yeah, good legs, good hands, good teeth. Good <laughs> All the better to eat you with. Yes. Yeah, okay. Hmm. So I've been learning French recently and hmm. all the people online keep talking about how, oh yeah, I'm trying to learn French and I want to le- I want to be able to read Alexandre Dumas. Ooh. And I always thought like that that sounds so difficult because I was thinking it was like Charles Dickens or something. <laughs> but yeah. You're saying it's a it's a bit of a page turner, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe one day, maybe that's that should be my my life goal. Like <laughs> by the time I'm sixty, I should read the whole of the Count of Monte Cristo in French. Maybe the first step could be to read The Little Prince in French. I am four chapters in. I'm reading it with Chiara. Wow! I know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Now that's not too tough. Um, sorry where were we oh um, is that three imposter films in a row what were the other ones well the last one was whatever we watched last Rashomon oh Spencer Confidential yes 
But no, but that had nothing to do with. What were we talking about? No, no, uh, Ingrid Goes West. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. was about her blending in and uh, sort of having this elaborate plan and manipulating people, just like uh, like the Count of Monte Cristo in this. I wondered if that was what reminded Laura to pick this film. Um, perhaps subliminally, but okay. I did just look down at my list, saw that, and thought, let's just make a... Rash decision, and yeah. we will stick oh, to fine. it for the first time ever. But yes, you're right. It probably <laughs> did trigger something of like, I know a good bloody imposter film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe that was a deliberate choice to to pick something related. But mm. no, okay. Because um, we were talking about that, there was another film we watched recently that had a a similar like imposter thing that we were comparing Ingrid Goes West to, but what I can't that? remember what it was. All about Eve. Oh yeah, all about Eve. Yeah, oh, so not three in a row. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some comparison between. In fact, maybe all about Eve would be a a good comparison. Although all about Eve, it was not that she wanted to hurt people, but just that she was she wanted to to yeah. get to the top, didn't she? Mm. Um, whereas actually, uh, Edmond had no no desire to be at the top at all. He was completely uninterested in the love and adoration of everyone who just wanted to torture these people. <laughs> uh, where did he send um, Phil for? You know, the guy he, he tricked, he who tricked him into getting into the prison car and then he later put him in the prison car? Because surely he didn't go to Chateau d'If. I thought that. We never really found out what happened to him. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing I thought was really, like, just silly, was having the gun there and just being like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was dark. I thought that was, I, I don't think that was, yeah. I thought, like, the fact that he was actually going to do it as well, I thought, wow, this is, uh, this got serious. But no, you saw that as a bit. Uh... I think because I was watching it with my sister and she, like, laughed out loud at that bit. And I was like, oh, God, you're right. Oh. <laughs> like, just I what a dick <laughs> Incredibly cruel. Um, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, that was. A, a thing, I think. Um, I seem to have been reading a lot of books about French, the French prison system lately, mm. and yeah, that that was like the honourable way out. You'd have a, a gun yeah. with one bullet, sort of thing. Um, right. Wow. But yeah, it was just like an extra, an extra bit of cruelty. Yeah, yeah like an utter scoundrel. He didn't put a bullet in there. <laughs> Did he send him to a state prison? Well, he had been yeah, well, he... caught in the in the act of crime, right? Yes, yes. And the authorities were happy for him to stage the arrest like that. The authorities were happy. <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> yeah. Powerful man. Probably bribed them, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were in the bathhouse, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, come along. I'll get this guy to admit to murder. Mm. Then you can arrest him. Yeah, I suppose paying off a few of them or just uh, being the fabulous wealthy man that does all this stuff can, uh, yeah, he, he's got a lot of strings he can pull, right? Mm. Uh, it, so one thing I was thinking while I was watching it was he, he's got all this wealth and he's just using it for revenge. Mm-hmm. What should he have done with that? What, 
what would you do if you were unbelievably wealthy, like the richest person in the world? What would you do with all that money in order to to do good with it? Put it in the stock market. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm with him on the revenge thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'd have my revenge first. Have you got your list? I don't think I've got my list. More yeah. elaborate. Written in your own blood. Yeah, if anything, you could have been more elaborate with it. <laughs> um, Good stuff. Am I in this scenario? Am I in early 1800s France? Yes. Right. Always. Oh. <laughs> I might build a little house on Monte Cristo because those were crystal blue waters. Mm-hmm. Looked nice, didn't it? Yeah. Looked like no sources of food or water. Mm. Maybe you'd help Napoleon to restart the revolution. Yeah, so this was another thing that I bet they do a little better in the book. Um, we kind of lost the... Yeah. The what's going on in the world bit, right? Because... Mm. Because Napoleon did come back, and we think Napoleon came back like as he was getting put into prison. Um, but I think Napoleon only came back for a year or so before he was finally defeated, and then they they did away with it all over again. Mm-hmm. So I don't. But we we didn't quite get that political side to it, which is maybe a shame. And again, it's the first thing that you would cut if you need to condense it down to two and a bit hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd have loved a. Four hours, maybe. Oh. <laughs> I I think a proper epic. His lack of intelligence, not intelligence, lack of education, um, maybe meant that he didn't know or care about Napoleon and politics, and so that didn't make it into the story. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he knew no more than we did. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I mean, he'd get out and he would discover whether Napoleon was the Emperor of France He anymore. didn't care when you went in. Why would you find out <laughs> afterwards? I guess it's one of the first things you'd learn, right? <laughs> whether he cares or not. That's kind of relevant, isn't it? Um, mm. Not least because it establishes who all these people in the establishment are. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know. What would you do with the money? I feel so. I was trying to think about it, and I, I was thinking like, possibly be one of these. I, I, I think the people who were nearest this situation were probably people like John Cadbury and the guy who ran the New Lanark Mill, whatever his name was. Um, basically, sort of set up industry building like towns and proper places where people could actually have a decent quality of life and kind of yeah like investing it in something that would like establish an equitable system where everybody could uh, could have a decent life um and if we're doing the whole time travel thing where I know what I know now, then there would be factories making soap because it turns out that's the, the main way that we can stop people from dying of cholera and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like he, from the incredible amount of wealth that 
he seems to have, which is like buying like buying several giant country estates and not even making a dent in his money. Yeah. It seemed like he could he could have bought like half the industry in France and mm-hmm. if he ran it for a you know, ran it to break even, he could he could have lifted like the whole population of the country and even more out of poverty if he'd done it properly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, We're actually Mez, aren't we? That's what Jean Valjean did. <laughs> Oh yeah, in fact, yeah, that's exactly what Jean Valjean did, right? He he bought a he bought a, a factory of some kind and ran it better mm-hmm. than all of the other ones did. Yeah. Um, did his best to to see that all of his workers were were looked after, mm. but ran it for a you know to break even so he could keep it going as long as possible. Uh, so you'd just yeah, be Valjean just... to the power of eleven. <laughs> yeah, Valjean with like not just the money of like two silver candlesticks and a couple of plates, but sort of all the money that the whole Catholic Church had or something. Now, that was a bit unbelievable, the amount of wealth that was supposed to be hidden in this one place, but yeah. still pretty cool. <laughs> and I also wondered like why he didn't share it with um well, I can't remember his name, but Louis Guzman, his manservant, he was just like, well, this oh, is yeah. mine. Oh, yeah. You can work for me if you want. Jacopo or something. <laughs> Jacopo, yeah. <laughs> well, the guy had sworn and seemed to take that, that oath quite seriously. He just said, I'm your man. I suppose if he, yeah. he if he really was Still- planning to stick with him forever, then it didn't really matter. Um, mm. yeah, it was a funny one. Louis's manservant sucks a bit. I suppose so. <laughs> but, well, he seemed to see that as his duty, right, as, mm. as a, a privilege. Um, I suppose once he'd seen how how amazing this man was, it would, would make sense. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like I would, you know, after the first 15 years, I'd maybe want to take my share of the money and, you know, start a little farm somewhere <laughs> and, like, get yeah. married and just actually have a life that's not just getting into adventures <laughs> with this guy or but i suppose yeah they Whatever. Had a, a powerful easy bond of <laughs> yeah <laughs> so did anyone else feel like mm. at the end when they're in the the little house and what's his knob the the horrible one mondego yeah mondego he goes and finds a chest of dark felt very mm. like the end of a play do you know when like everyone <laughs> comes in tragedy. one person at a time and it's like oh there's a scene with two people oh and then the sun appears <laughs> so that they can all bow at the end and it, I felt <laughs> yeah. like that was really staged that, that really yeah. <laughs> I felt like that uh, and I thought maybe all of them were going to die or something mm. um, yeah it felt very constructed, didn't it? Very oh, and mm. then the big reveal happens, and they all learn what they all didn't know <laughs> as the film had been going on. And then yeah. Columbo went out, but just as he got to the door, he just said one other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, I'm with you there. Cool. Mm. If you had to divide it up into acts. 
Ooh. I mean, Act One, obviously, like pre-prison, because prison's got to be Act Two, or maybe that's all in Act One. I think that's all Act One. That's all Act One. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Well, if you want, if you want the classic beginning, middle, and end, yeah, then I guess prison is the beginning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And probably the his rise to power would be Act Two. Yeah. And then once he's established himself in everyone's lives, the the payoff would be Act 3. Maybe? I wonder if maybe Act 2 would include a bit of the revenge and then when he finally gets back together with Mercedes and realises that actually the most important thing is for them to build their lives together and he can sort of give up on his revenge. Yeah, probably where they they start snogging and have sex is the beginning of Act 3, isn't Mm, it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or end of Act Two. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the defining change, and then she wakes mm. up and yeah, reveals herself to Mondego, which has seemed very risky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he let was that really go. Really expecting easily. him just to kill her on the spot or something. That was... <laughs> Question: Who wrote the Three Musketeers? Was that not? I think that was Dumas as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah okay. Because um, I saw a film of that and, oh, it was all over the place. It wasn't a very good film. <laughs> um, but I think there might have been a good story in there somewhere. Again, with this sort of two or three core people and some villain that they're all out for revenge against him and there's a woman that's in love with two of them and there's a weird political backdrop with all this stuff going on. Uh, hmm. That yeah, should be right up a... my alley because it's again like a swashbuckling adventure. But I really hate it. It should be up my alley because I do love a swashbuckling adventure. But yeah. um, I saw the version with John Malkovich, and I really, really hate John Malkovich for some reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except in Johnny English. Okay. Who was he in Johnny English? He was the villain. (laughs) Pascal Sauvage. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah, he was great as Pascal Sauvage. (laughs) He was very camp again. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I saw the Gene Kelly version from the 40s, and that left Mm. much to be desired. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. Yes, it did. (laughs) I think Claire very sensibly went to bed at some point. <laughs> Has anyone seen um, the man in the iron mask? Yes. No. <laughs> Fernando, you've seen it. Yes, I've seen it. I do like it. <laughs> clear... no, For some I... reason I always lump it in with the Go on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That it's in the same category in my head. Um... Yeah, me too. I can't remember who. Anyway, nothing else to say. Good film. Yeah, I liked it. The the man in the iron mask. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I I got this connected for a second. I'm back now. The man in the iron mask. That was that was Dumas as well, right? I don't know if it was Dumas. Was he? Oh yes, yes, it was. I'm looking up now. It was him indeed. Turns out, I really like. he wrote everything. Oh, right. He yep. probably wrote the Bible God, as well. he did write it. He was a mm-hmm. Probably. 
Oh, that's got John Malkovich as well. Did I like him in that then? I'm very sorry. I'm very confused by my own. Oh, one of them was evil. We should watch The Man in the Iron Mask. Okay. Anyway. I'm just looking at my notes here. I don't think I've got anything else to say. Um, the only other No, one... I think I've covered everything. I also... Oh, no, go on. Sorry. Oh, no, go for it. Uh, my mum's just shouted that my tea's ready, so... Ah, nice. Um... Well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you better Didn't go and ask have your for it, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I have in fact moved home so that is something that just happens now at I random did. times of the ah. day <laughs> I am summoned to meals that's quite um, oh, I suppose it's gone. sorry Claire what were you going to say I was going to say that um, mm. did we think killing Prickface was uh, mm. revenge or was that an act of like uh kindness because he wanted to make him suffer what? and it would have killed Fernand not literally to see uh, Edmund like with his family and happy and his family happy with Edmund so mm. was he actually yeah. doing him a favour by killing him was my question um, that I had at the end I, no I don't think it was kindness but I think it was more like either just self-defense or convenience of god this guy's never gonna let this go i'd like to have my yeah. happy life without any yeah. of this hangover yeah okay but i don't know maybe yeah cool it probably was the kind of, of thing maybe. One day ago, right mm. <laughs> i think the job was done by that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really ruined him <laughs> in every way. I mean, just well done, classic revenge. Just took everything away from him. But he yep. was a dick, so <laughs> yep. he was pretty bad. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> you better go and have your tea. It'll be getting cold. I know. Yeah. I better go and have my tea. Does it? Well, this is more important though. Does anyone have anything else to say? Not me. No. Nope. Fernando? It was a good film. Thank you for recommending it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed Brilliant. it. Yeah, that too. Mm. Very surprising. I thought you'd all hate it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Um, mm. um, film for I'm playing the music now. <laughs> you especially, Michael. I thought, God, this is going to be a two-star film for Michael. <laughs> And yet you picked it anyway. It's like the bloody last one you picked. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were all going to hate it. I did. It was just when I was watching it, I thought this might not be everyone's cup of tea. But you enjoyed <laughs> no, it, so I am glad. Tea. Right. Here we go. Presently. I cannot seconds. believe. I simply cannot believe that we ended the, this meeting without ever discussing symbolism. But that's fine. Oh no! Oh Thank no! God, that was fun. <laughs> and there was so much symbolism. Probably, <laughs> maybe. 